0: Good morning, everyone. And have a, we had such a beautiful meditation yesterday, and for those of you who are here, for all of it or part of it, we just want to thank you for what you gave, the depth and the effort and the devotion that you poured out yesterday. So. Let's begin by reading the selection from Master's Book of Prayer Poems, Whispers from Eternity. This is called, Let Me Feel That Thou and I Art One. Close your eyes, because this is very visual. Try to see it. When the sparks of cosmic creation flew from under thy crucible of love, I danced with all the lights that heralded the coming of myriad worlds. I am a little spark of thy joyous cosmic fire. O thou son of life, as thy nectar poured into the little cups of human minds, filled with molten liquid of vital sparks, they thought to contain thy golden infinity in the smallness of human feelings. In each fragile, undulating mirror of human flesh, I see reflected thy restless dance of omnipresent power. In the lambent waters of life, I behold thy ever-steady, almighty life. Teach me, Christlike, by the power of concentration, To still the restless storms of desire raging on the lake of my mind. Stilling those waters, I lovingly behold thy unruffled face of cosmic stillness. Cause the little wave of my life to subside, that thy consciousness in me spread out to become thine own vastness let me feel my heart throbbing in thy breast my feet moving with thy energy thy breath breathing through mine thy energy actively moving my arms thy thoughts weaving all the thoughts in my brain when i cry thy soft sigh within me wakens to thy joy in thy playfulness Little bubble visions of thy creation float dancingly in the chamber of my dreams, which manifest in my sleep of delusion. Thy meteoric will courses through the skies of my own willpower. Make me feel that it is thou who art I. Oh, make me thyself, that I behold my little bubble of self ever floating in thee. Christ said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet. Omega is the last, the beginning and end of all things. And interestingly, in Rays of the One Light, from which we read earlier, One of the very first readings by Swamiji is the Infinite Christ. And now the second to the last reading here at the end is the Divine Ascension. The Alpha, the Infinite Christ, in which Swamiji explains that Christ was not that body that lived at that point in time. He was not defined by that race or that gender or that country in which he lived. He was the infinite consciousness the universal awareness and that's the infinite christ and then the omega are reading today that is what we are and that is why we took birth to make that arc that trajectory from realizing first that christ is not defined by anything small but is infinite, an expression of universal consciousness. And it is our destiny, the omega, the end story, end game, to realize that that's who we are. And this great mystery of the avatar, what is he and what is that life that they live? And Swami has gave a beautiful talk, called The Christmas Mystery. Dave Bingham shared it, and I hope you all take the time to watch it. It's very profound and very inspiring. But he says in that talk, Swami, that how is it possible that this little baby, how many babies were born that day, and yet here we are right now, 20 more than 2000 years later celebrating the birth of that child how is that possible and in swami's beautiful song the christmas mystery who will tell to me this mystery how a tiny babe in a manger lay could so many hearts to love persuade that holy son of mary that that's the power of universal consciousness, that a baby who couldn't move, who couldn't talk, but through his eyes and through his consciousness, drew the wise magi from India and from the East, and awakened in people, who that power of divine love, and all through Christ's life, we see that power. Swami mentions the example when Christ was in the uh, temple in Jerusalem. How many of you have been to that temple? We had the the blessing of being there. It's an amazing place. But So Christ walks into that temple in Jerusalem. And what does he find? The money changers, the people uh, bargaining, giving people change so that they can make an offering, dominating the whole entryway to the temple. And with the baby had the power of divine love with the power of righteousness, Christ looked at them and he drove them out, drove that consciousness out of a sacred place. That's metaphorical. We all have the money changers within us, don't we? We all have that part that wants to get the best deal for ourselves, but the Christ consciousness drives out those money changers from our consciousness. What power is that? the power of right action. And we know it and we have it. We just have to call on it. And then Christ, another episode from his life, one of my favorite, I don't know why, but it's so powerful. The crowd is gathered, filled with fury. These are the Jews. And they're about to stone to death a woman who committed adultery because that's what the law said. If a woman is found in adultery, she should be stoned to death. Old Testament. Thank God. (laughs) But what does Christ do? Not like when he went into the temple with anger and drove them out. They said he sat quietly, drawing in in the dust. And they came up to him and they said, Master, what should we do? They're always testing him to see if he would break the law. And what a brilliant answer he gave. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And one by one, they dropped their stones and left. And the woman, weeping, ashamed, he just said, Go and sin no more. The power of compassion that's a part of us. And then finally, for Christ's life, in that physical form, the omega. There he was. At the end, he'd been betrayed by his own disciple. He'd been mocked. He'd been brutalized and beaten. They struck that crown of thorns on his head so that the blood was running down and they crucified him. And what was his thought? Forgiveness. Father, forgive them because he knew the bad karma they would get from that action. And he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The power of forgiveness, of love, of righteousness, of compassion, of forgiveness, These are all a part of us. And Christ says in the reading we read today, I am the way, the truth, and the life. What does that mean? I am the way. I will show you how to become one with the Christ consciousness. I will give you teachings. I will give you techniques. I will model it for you. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the reality beyond the delusion of this world. All that you see is not real, but the consciousness of God behind it, that is the truth. I am the way and the truth and the life. What is the life? Well, many levels. One is simply, I am living it. I am showing you how to live a life In God consciousness, in every situation, with friends, with enemies, with foes, with people that are about to be stoned to death. I'm showing you how to live that life, but I am also the energy. I am the power that flows within you that will enable you to pursue this way, will enable you to become one with my consciousness. And then he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. And this is the point that Swami is talking about. Who is this I? Who is this me that he's referring to? It's not the ego. It's not the personality. It's not the limit. It's the universal consciousness of love and compassion, forgiveness, and righteousness. I am the way. No man can find me. No man can find God without following these things, not following Jesus Christ, but following the Christ consciousness. And so we see over and again that when we strive to embrace this, we are helped, just like the fourth wise men. And that story was not original from me, it was in a blog, but it was in a beautiful book someone had given me. And so if we begin to see there is the eye of the ego and the eye of Christ consciousness, and Master said, when this I shall die, then shall I know who am I. When the little self dies, then I awaken to who I really am. And so, the Christmas mystery, the last verse, could it be that in that little one, Spirit's universal love did shine? If it's true, he lives in you and me, this holy Son of Mary. This is the Christmas mystery, that he lives within each one of us. And then that greatness is not something that's, on an altar, or in a church, or in a synagogue, or in a mosque. That holiness is within each one of us, whatever faith we practice. And we see people now killing each other because their image is different from my image externally. How foolish. Master, or Swamiji said, one of the Other great mysteries of Christmas is that all men don't awaken to their universal oneness and unity. Why? Why can't we? Why can't we? But we will. The time is coming. As Master said, the time for knowing God, the time for knowing the Christ consciousness within us has come. And so let us do our part. And in that beautiful talk, that I'm referring to of Swamiji's, he ends and he says, let us resolve in the coming year to live more in God. And that is the words I will leave you with. In the coming year, let each one of us resolve to live more in God. And in that, the Christ is born on earth. And the Alpha, the Omega, become one in the eternal presence of God.
1: When in Bethlehem Jesus was born, the angels did herald the news to shepherds that slept upon sang awake in the Lord came and now